is a bad excuse better than none to supersize and grow your business? Sharon Hornells from here. And our idiom today is a bad excuse is better than none. Now this idiom comes from an earlier idiom by George Washington and Charles Darwin used it as well, that no excuse is better than a bad excuse. Now I personally can relate more to the no excuse is better than a bad excuse than a bad excuse is better than none. Although there've been all kinds of scientific studies, they're both proverbs. Uh, the, the earlier version I think is a little more uh, ethical and honest and so I, it's why I like it better and the bad excuse is, is better than none they actually have done a whole bunch of scientific studies on this and found and I don't remember I'm not going to cite all the studies but I remember learning about it in college they did a study on college students it was probably in my business psychology course or something they did a study on on college students and they had college students there was a line at the drinking fountain and they'd have somebody go try and break in line at the drinking fountain and they found if somebody just asked if they could go in front of people in line the answer was like 90 plus percent no but if the person that was asking to cut in line gave some kind of an excuse or reason why it didn't even matter if it was ridiculous or a lie 90 plus percent of the time people would let the person cut in line and so they did, you know, all different scientific variations of women, a man, different kids, um, all different things to, to remove those biases and those possibilities from the equation. But they found that basically a bad excuse was better than none. It was better if you gave an excuse for something. That's probably where the, the dog ate my homework thinking came from that kids always use. Now sometimes the dog actually destroys your homework, but then you have to redo it before you go to school. Uh, or... There's another idiom or another expression, you know, a bad bad workman blames his tools. Oh, it's my tool's fault. It's this screwdriver. <laughs> my ex used to do that all the time. I need a different board or I need a different hammer or whatever, you know, if something wasn't working out right. Uh, I personally think if you're building a business, business is built on no like, and trust. People do business with people they like. Do you have any friends that you don't trust? Probably not, because if you don't trust somebody, you definitely don't consider them your friend. The same is true in business. People don't do business with us if they don't trust us. COVID-19, if nothing else, has given us an incredible opportunity to show the people that we care about and that we serve that they can trust us. They can trust us to lead the way by setting the example of how to continue, how to move through, how to solve problems, how to find ways to continue to serve them in spite of a pandemic, in spite of government regulators that are trying to shut us down at every opportunity. And, <coughs> you know, some businesses are just exploding because of COVID and they look for us to show the way in the growth of our businesses as well. So love to know your experience with this particular idiom. A bad excuse is better than none. How do you feel when people give you excuses? It's kind of like, sales objections, right? You know that they're just excuses to put off the buying decision. And most of them are, you know, the same common things that we tell ourselves. We actually are incredible excuse makers and liars to ourselves, right? We tell ourselves we're too old, we're too young, we're too fat, we're too thin, we're too tall, we're too short, we're too homely, we're too good looking, we're, we don't know what to do, we don't know how to do something, we're not smart enough, we're too smart, we're, we, you know, there's all kinds of things, you know, um, it's going to take too much work. It's too hard. I can't do it. You know, all lies, right? Anything you look at like that is a lie. There's a thing called, and it's really interesting, not only, um, uh, and we're seeing it a lot right now, at least in the United States, and I think globally, with the pandemic, with politics, 
with ethics, with morals, with values, with lies. And it's called, and primarily in the media and our big media um, companies like Google, Facebook, Twitter, and censorship and things, it's called illusory truth. I call it mind um, brainwashing. I call it mind, some, mind bending, obviously. I call it brainwashing. It's the illusory truth. And illusory truth means that you believe false information due to repetition. If you see it and hear it often enough, a certain part of the population, certain amount of people, a lot of people will start to believe it, even if it's a bold-faced lie. Um, by manipulating what we can and cannot see, by showing um, false information and, and presenting it as if it's facts, by watching a speech and then pulling out the pieces that make the person look bad, that is all contributing to illusory truth. People are believing things, good, amazing people are believing things that are absolutely positively false. And then confirmation comes in and our own subconscious and past experiences starts to feed into and make it plausible that the things that we're seeing, even if we at first know that they're ridiculous and, and lies, we start to believe it. Uh, there's a lot of that going on right now. And I, I don't know that certain entities are gonna survive that kind of behavior because guess what people come to us and come to our businesses because they want us to help them solve their problems creating more problems for people manipulating people lying to them is never helping to solve problems for them it's diluting them and setting them up for huge disappointment when the truth really comes out because you know people like to say facts change the truth does not what is true, what is good, what is uh, factual, what is sound, what is ethical, moral, and not fraudulent, it's gonna come out. It always comes out. It always comes out at some point. And I think we're to that tipping point here in America where the truth is gonna come out and it's gonna be really ugly for a lot of people. Hate to say that but I think it's gonna be so I'd love to know your experience with this particular idiom a bad excuse is better than none how do you like it when people give you excuses oh didn't get that report done because you know we had to go to the hospital for my wife well I know that's an absolute lie and what does that do how do you think and about that person that told you something when you found out it's a lie we feel betrayed right we feel betrayed and that we can't trust them and then there's a whole new set of consequences that people need to deal with People make excuses for only three reasons. Out of fear, out of habit, or out of laziness. Think about that. I think Alex Patel said that. It's a great uh, thing to think about next time you or I want to make an excuse for something. Have an awesome day. That's our idiom today. I'm going to look for some more positive idioms tomorrow because it seems like I've been on this negative stent of idioms or idioms that just kind of make me feel icky, and I don't want to do that. I want to make sure I'm leaving you with a uh, thing that makes you excited to go out and grow your business. But guess what? If a lot of people are feeling this way, we need to be uh, aware of that too so we can serve our customers better. An amazing day. I'll be with you tomorrow with another interesting idiom. What does it mean? Where does it come from? And how might you use it in your life right now? Me? Don't use bad excuses. Don't lie to people. Do what you say you're going to do. Always look for the truth and be trustworthy and you'll never have to, to fear for not having enough business. Take care.